Hi, I'm Nadish and you're listening to Boat FM. Today I'm joined by Community Activator for the North East, Jackie Stockdale, who's working for the Glasgow Community Network. So first of all, Jackie, can you explain what the network is and your role in it? Um, hi, uh, Glasgow Community Food Network is an organisation dedicated to uh, sustainable food and our project is called uh, Food and Climate Action Project. Mm. There are five community activators across Glasgow covering north, south, east, west and central and uh, we are partnered up with uh, host organisations and I'm partnered up with uh, St Paul's Youth Forum. So, mm. yeah, that's... Um, okay, uh, for people who don't know, can you explain what COP26 is and how your work will tie in with it? Uh, COP26 is short for Conference of the Parties, when many, many countries from across the world come together to talk about climate change, and mm-hmm. it's coming to Glasgow. So that gives us an opportunity to get involved in fringe activities, uh, campaigning, holding events to try and challenge the leaders on the things that we need to challenge them on when it comes to taking action on climate change. Mm. Our focus is on food and sustainability and uh, it's an an opportunity to showcase what St Paul's does. Mm. Obviously there's loads of stuff that, that St Paul's is involved in when it comes to growing and community meals and cooking. Yeah. Uh, and it's an opportunity to show what can be done. So this project is about getting people involved in that, especially people who wouldn't normally get involved in this kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of energy around it, a lot of excitement, and uh, we think everybody should be involved. Uh, so, yeah, I hope that sums it up. Uh, can you tell us about the plans for an urban farm? Oh, yeah, the urban farm. Well, we're looking at uh, our management team are focused on that. And we're looking at two areas of Glasgow that potentially could be made into an urban farm and that can make, make connections with grown projects across Glasgow. Uh, allotments and actually have animals, uh, polytunnels, all that kind of thing. So we could have year-round growing and really true, truly connect people in Glasgow to the source of their food uh, in an attempt to shorten supply chains and tie in with the aims of the Glasgow City Food Plan as well, which is about sustainability around food. So yeah. we're very excited about that. Uh, nice. Uh, can you tell us about the upcoming Foot and Climate Cafes and how people can get involved? Yeah, well, I you might find on social media, if you look on the Glasgow City Food Network uh, website, uh, sorry, social media pages across Facebook, uh, Twitter and Instagram, mm-hmm. that there will be a link to... That this, we, we've, we're launching this this month, so there's been various uh, social media posts, and on one of them there is a link to a registration form, so you can register interest in coming along. We don't have dates yet, but there will be an opportunity to discuss climate change, how people feel about it, a wee bit of interactive activity, 
to try and encourage people to get involved. Uh, so anyone can come along. You don't have to really have an interest in it as such. Well, obviously you need to have an interest to come along, but you don't have to be a, a climate campaigner. You don't necessarily have to know much about it if you just want to come along and find out. Uh, this is a really exciting time to take action on climate change. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for us for this to be held in Glasgow. So it's uh, it would be really worth your, worth your while coming along. We're hoping that they will provide some food uh, and a chance to connect with other people. So, yeah, if you can find that link, please register and come along. Information will follow about the exact times and locations of the events. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, can you explain what you mean by making food networks sustainable? Well, it's about uh, shortening supply chains. At the moment, we have a very complex global food system and our food wraps up, wraps up a lot of food miles to get to our plates especially processed foods. The ingredients in processed foods can come from multiple countries and racking up all sorts of air miles, uh, you know, getting transported by lorries on over the sea, planes, things like that. Yeah. And they go through various processing methods as they go along, the, which leaves open opportunities, <clears throat> which opens up more and more opportunities for uh, health and safety issues to become an issue in the process it takes to get to your plate. So in terms of food sustainability, it's about trying to encourage people to grow, take part in growing in communities, take part in growing, uh, learning how to grow at home. Uh, I guess being more conscious as far as budgets will allow on, on, on buying things. It's not about asking everybody to become vegan. It's just about asking people, can they make small steps in any way? And if they can't, are they able to campaign? So is it the powers that be who have a lot of control over what we eat through advertising and things like that? We need to put a little bit of pressure on governments and corporations to make the conditions possible for people, you know, ordinary folk to make ethical choices when it comes to buying food. So it's not about asking people to become vegan because it's not possible for everybody to become vegan. So <laughs> it's uh, it's just about starting a movement, small steps, big successes. And uh, yeah, so that was just one example about, you know, the, 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 food, the food miles that it gets to, that food goes through to get to your plate. But the are other examples as well, like putting pressure on Glasgow City Council to adapt its procurement, uh, food procurement policies. So is that the, the food that they supply to schools and the catering, you know, is more ethical and takes account of things like fair trade, uh, trying to make it as organic and locally sourced if possible. Mm. Uh, so it's, it's that kind of thing. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, what is the number one change the network would like to see? Uh, I think getting community, ordinary people involved, people who wouldn't normally get involved, perhaps because they feel disenfranchised, perhaps because they feel a bit like their voices haven't been heard. Or over the past few, few years, it's really about getting people's voices heard and getting a sense of community around growing, uh, addressing some of the glaring injustices around climate 
issues and food sustainability and it just, you know, things like it's it's the wealthiest few who contribute the most to, to climate change, yet it's, it's the majority who, uh, you know, don't have a lot of money that are struggling, who contribute the least, and we need to try and address that, that uh, injustice. So I think that we can do that through building capacity in communities and getting as many people on board as possible, a wide mix of people. So it's not just the people from wealthy areas that are involved in campaigns. We need everybody to be involved. Uh, and quite often it is people who live in poverty who are, the, who are the worst affected by the issues of climate change. And so, yeah, it's about community and addressing injustice. Okay. Um, lastly, this is a bit of a good question, but if you could have one star, one main and one dessert for the rest of your life, what would you pick? One starter, one main and one dessert. Oh, <laughs> now that's a question. Uh, for a starter, I love lentil soup with a roll. Mm. Uh, for, a, for a main, uh, a salad with some sort of oily fish. Mm -hmm. uh, I also love mushrooms. I'm not sure where I could put that in, but yeah, uh, I'll just stick to salad just now. And dessert, rhubarb crumble sticks in my mind because that's what I've had recently. I love rhubarb and I like a good home homemade pudding. <laughs> I feel intimidated by the healthiness. Um, is there anything <laughs> I don't think else? rhubarb crumble's that healthy when you pour the custard on it. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else that I haven't asked that you would like to add? Uh, well, I'd like to also add about our, we are in the process of developing food education workshops, both in formal and informal settings. So um, for anybody listening who might be involved in some of the activities that St Paul's puts on over the, over the holidays, mm -hmm. I'll be popping in and out to do some kind of tester workshops, just trying to get to know folk and seeing what works and see what people are interested in. And mm -hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd love everybody to be involved in, you know, uh, co-creating some of the workshops and, and giving me feedback and tell me what you would like to do. Uh, and obviously the more the ed food education in more formal settings will hopefully kind of start kicking off once the schools go back. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and also we're hoping that people who just so is that we can keep up the momentum and that it's not a case of everybody getting involved and then what when COP26 finishes everything you know everybody gets forgotten about we're hoping to keep up that momentum by uh, creating food forums where people come together and think up projects that they might want to do to continue the the fight against child against child uh, taking action on climate change Sorry, mm. and there will be peer budgeting opportunities through that as well. So that's something to look forward to uh, next year. So mm. we really hope, and yeah, and we're also funded by the, the National Lottery, the Climate Action Fund for the National Lottery for years, but we're in the process of, of planning, you know, getting funding for five. So this is a good, you know, long-term project to get involved in people won't just be asked for their time and then forgotten about this is about keeping up uh, the momentum and hopefully equipping people with skills to take climate action forward throughout you know their journeys in life uh, yeah. and focus on food 
So, well, yep. well, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. It's been a pleasure speaking to you too. Yeah. Um, thanks very much for talking to us. That was Community Activator for Glasgow North East, Jackie Stockdale, who's working for Glasgow Community Food Network. <laughs>